0: In today's world, listeners are
1: complex and multidimensional, and it's a little cumbersome to toggle back and forth from channel to channel, trying to get your fix. We feel your podcast
0: should be just as diverse as you. Welcome to Fred Talks, where the topics are as layered and multifaceted as you are, with a dash of
1: inspiration
0: and a little bit of an edge.
1: Hey, peace and welcome to another episode of fred talks a catalyst for crucial conversations for the culture i'm your host fred b and today y'all we got some heat for you listen uh when i say that these episodes are catalysts for crucial conversations for the culture that's just not some arbitrary tagline i said what i said and y'all i mean it (laughs) if there were ever an episode to prove it and an episode that was like right on time especially uh in light of everything that's going on with uh just the economic despair and anxiety and uncertainty and then you got you combine that with you know the racial tension that's at a fever pitch and people trying to figure out how to navigate these waters and that people are looking for solutions right so uh this is one as it relates to solutions uh to advance your tribe in general uh but black folks in particular this is the episode this is the one y'all this is the one that's gonna prove that this is a catalyst uh, for crucial conversations, right? So we're going to ease into it. So today, I just want to introduce to some and present to others my bro, founder of Bro, or excuse me, co founder, one of the co founders of Bro Capital. And this is going to be a series because it's just a lot of gems. I mean, he's just dropping a whole bunch of bars, giving a whole bunch of game, right? So this is going to be kind of like a warm up episode, you know, but then the subsequent episodes where we're going to continue to warm up to the co founder as well as get an understanding of why Bro Capital is an exceptional an appropriate answer to a common but albeit devastating problem. Yo, we got the answer, Sway. But right after these ground rules.
2: This probably doesn't need to be said. But of course, we're going to say it anyway. The views and opinions expressed on Fred Talk's podcast are not to be misconstrued as professional advice, counsel, gospel, a personal attack, law, guarantees, a substitution for hard work, a one-size-fits-all formula for every scenario, or any type of promise. It's a podcast, y'all. Come on. You know you need to consult a credentialed professional before making a hasty or significant change with your life. Don't you? Don't you? Of course you do. Now, be encouraged by the show. Be entertained by the show. Be challenged to cross-examine some of your long-held beliefs. Note, the host and his guest have strong views held loosely. Being committed to lifelong learning means that the perspectives may change in light of information. That's not contradiction. That's evolution. So please, don't come for us unless we sent for you. Now that we have an understanding, let's get back to today's episode of Fred Talks.
1: Ross, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? Great, man. Great. You right on time, my man. How's, how's your job. day been? Uh,
0: man, the day's been well, man. I typically um do my best to take the Sabbath on Sunday, kind of just chill out you know, Work. recharge, introvert life, you know how it go. So yeah, man, and before I guess, I kind of, you know, we've only interacted through Facebook, bro. And so I know a little bit about your personality and, yeah. you know, kind of your personal life and what your yeah. interests are via that. But, you know, yeah. interested in hearing more about you, how the show got started, you know what I'm saying? What What are you trying to achieve? or Or really, what are you achieving with the show? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... You can kick it off. Good question.
1: Good question, man. Um, so, um, I I don't know if you um, I don't know if you heard any of the previous episodes, but um, I used to be a pastor, right? Okay. Um, I'm a pa- you know I used to be a pastor. Um, uh, I wrote a book. I, I've always been in the vein of communicating with the hopes of inspiring people, edifying them, like just pushing them forward, right? Okay. But when I went to get my master's, well, a couple of, there was a series of events. I went to get my master's degree, and that causes you to think a little bit more critically, you know, yeah. uh, than I probably was before. Uh, then also, at the, around the same time, I was I became a father. And I think there was a shift in my priorities because to keep it 100 with you, man, when I started crunching the numbers, I was like for so the lifestyle that I want to have for myself and that I want to be able to give my children, this ministry ain't cutting it. Mm. <laughs> uh, not if I want to do it with integrity, like now, sure, I could get up there, but then there would be the temptation to uh, manipulate texts and exploit the people. And what I figured is I'd rather go get it out the mud. And then if I ever make my way back to this platform, then, hey, man, it's all a labor of love. Like, none of it's like, I'm not doing this for what you can give me. I'm doing it solely. It'll be a true altruistic uh, effort, you know? Right, Um, And then if people see enough value and they're so inclined to give, then cool, but I I never want to be in a position where I got to tell my kids, y'all can't get it, tell my wife we can't go, because the people haven't been given. You know, mm. like I saw that play out too much, and then I just, you know, man, um, you know, having been in ministry for so long, I just saw behind the curtain, and um, I just had to create some distance, man. Um, I grew okay. up in a Christian tradition, and um, Frederick Douglass said it the best, man. He he said, um, I despise the Christianity of this land. So he made a distinction between, you know, the faith that he practiced, and you know, um, the other one that was like it was just rooted in like savage capitalism, like you'd mm. have the church bill going off and then you also have slaves. It was just too much co-mingling. And uh, I just had to create some distance. I said, you know, I just want I, I don't need all the ceremony. I just want to have the heart to heart. I just want to make the impact. I don't need to be propped up as the leader. Like, let me just add value. So, those were most of the things, and I try, I try to, I try to be delicate because I don't want to throw shade on. Uh, I mean, that, that's that's a part of what made me. You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up in the Christian tradition, and while okay. some of my beliefs have evolved, uh, and maybe even some beliefs I have discarded, uh, it it has served me, and to some degree, it has made me, Word. in some part, who I am. You know what I'm saying? Where I absolutely and, um, understand what you're saying on multiple levels. Okay. Um, it, it sounds like you got a story yeah. to tell.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, man, from from you know what I'm saying. I too grew up in the church. I also mm-hmm. um at one point in my life wanted to be a preacher, wanted to be a reverend. You know, what sure. I'm yeah, definitely. And um, you know, I, I get where you're coming from in times of just want to do it for the love. And yeah. um but, and after that, there was another point that you brought up, and I'm like, man, that I also oh, the um Man, I was, you know, I was certainly thinking today about uh because I'm a I'm a, a major, I don't want to say a major fan of, but Reverend Ike. I was introduced to Reverend Ike a few years
1: back. Yeah, I saw you you, you posted something recently. Uh here's what you said. Uh before you can have a, a lifestyle, you gotta have a thought style. Oh yeah.
0: I saw you Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And so um, but just thinking about, you know, like you say how uh you know you talked about let the weak say I am strong, not let mm-hmm. the weak say I am weak or um, you know, light be versus we sure gotta get this darkness out of here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. being, having having it focused on the on the right mind. And um and yeah, man, I kinda I kind of feel where you're coming from as far as um you know wanting to do uh, spirituality differently, and like you say, not necessarily discarding everything or yeah. changing everything because right there's there's certainly value in it, but mm-hmm. you know, mom always taught us if you know better, you do better, and so as as you grow as you come into more knowledge, it's like okay well let's let's shift our focus, let's shift our strategy to you know, yeah, you know, for efficiency, for effectiveness. I actually lived in a seminary for a few years, right? I wasn't sure. going to the seminary, yeah, but I lived yeah. in a seminary for a few years. So I understand, like, I thought it was so funny because I, I like, my, my relationship with Christianity and the whole thing, of, you know, be growing up Christian, you know, yeah. having some questions in my teens. Then by the time I'm yeah. 18, I'm just like, you know, that was a thing of the past. Then by the time yeah. I'm 21, I'm staying in Atlanta, Georgia, in a seminary because it was cheap, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to my house <laughs> at the time. And, yeah. uh, you know, you was even befriending soon to be preachers and pastors and kind of seeing how they were developing the craft and the art yeah. form that is black preaching. You know what I'm saying? Come seeing on. them yeah. develop their exegesis and their hoop and, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. whole singing and the whole situation. So it kind of like, you know, I, I, one of the words for 2020, of course, is performative. But it gave yeah. a whole like, you know what I'm saying? It let me see like, oh wow, like this is really practice. This isn't, you know, um yeah, what do you call that? Uh spontaneous. It's not
1: contemporaneous. Ext- uh, yeah, it's not spontaneous. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is really contrived. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, what I'm it makes sense. You yeah. feel me? As a yeah. uh, as somebody who understands crafts and, and mastery and all of those things. And you know, what I'm saying? and it, it also kind of made me revere you know, black preachers that much more because it is like, wow, you can really tell some people have, you know, mastered the art in a sense.
1: Yeah. And there there is an art of preaching, man. Um, like for me, I used to type out my sermons and then I would like rehearse. And, but I think I'm just a man of preparation. Now, of course, when i mounted the podium, though, I wouldn't, Reading it verbatim, but at least I had I had a I had a strong familiarity with it, so I wasn't right. married to my notes. And that way, if I needed to deviate and like read the room, or I got some in the moment inspiration, I could flow with it and not have any type of inhibitions or wondering if I'm a goof or you know something like that. So right. I, I think that's what I was, you know. That, that, that's the kind of um, preparation. That's that's where my mind was at when I was preparing. So you started off by uh, I caught the the word you said um on the Sabbath you like to lay low. So yeah. it sounds like you still have some of the practices I mean do, is that one of your things like to honor or uh, or to keep the Sabbath?
0: That's that's really I got to credit my wife with that one.
1: Is that uh Okay
0: when we first got together, you know what I'm saying? Working 24 seven, like we got to get it. And she's like, yeah. you got to make time for family. You got to make time to recharge. And it was like, yeah. it's written in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? And of course, <laughs> as we, uh, as we, as we talk about, like you say, not everything, you know, from the Reverend Ike standpoint, some of the stuff is esoteric, right? Some of it mm-hmm. is just explicit mm-hmm. prescription. But I really, and it's funny, man. Abraham or Ibrahim, depending on which of the Abrahamic religions you, you drawing from. Joe, come on and break think. it down then, bro. Come on, man, break he, it down, that's, man. That's that's really been my inspiration lately, bro. So it's like you say, as far mm. as um, I've been drawing from uh the Bible, obviously, you know, grew up in a Baptist church. And I talked about this on the uh on a recent Wharton podcast interview, FinTech podcast <laughs> interview that I was on about how the growing up in like the church, like it just hit me recently how impactful it was for me that I got to see my parents in leadership position, right? Mm, I had a mm. I had a black woman as a pastor as a child, so mm. I didn't have that whole, you know, stigma about women leading the church or being under yeah. or any of that. Then also yeah. my family was in the church, so I got to like learn about my lineage and all of that, you know, just yeah. inherently. Then, of course, I That's learned dope. about startup life through the church because the church was so small. It was my family. We were the ones who had to cook the dinners, and my dad was, you know, deacon, counting up the yeah. money, and you know what I'm saying? My mom was... Leading the choir, yeah. you know, saying? So my cousin was a choir director, and I had my little solos and Easter speeches, and you know what I mean. It yeah, was, you yeah. know, like I, say, I haven't, I haven't really been to church in a while, but I certainly appreciate the institution of the Black Church, and and specifically, yeah. you know, I want to, I know one of the things you want to talk about around why Bro Capital specifically for Black men, and why those spaces are important yeah. for Black men. Um, I'm certain we'll to touch on later, but yeah, going back to um, man, just, you know, I've, I've been drawing from all of them, so I've also, like, incorporated Monday and Thursday fast, you know what I'm saying? Of, uh,
1: oh, dude, about, so, so like, the whole yeah. the whole day, or? Okay. And it's funny because yeah. I, I
0: typically do till sundown, but I just, this past Thursday, I'm also, like, you know, I'm INTJ personality, scientist-type, you know, architect, so I'm mm-hmm. always iterating and, like, you know, comparing to what was previously done, you know, third time's the charm. We gotta yeah. do it three times to really yeah. How it's working. And um, but I, I do like and so I do like raw food fast. I ain't gonna say I just straight up food, you know what I'm saying? Just straight up nothing. Like I do water and raw food. Yeah. A lot of leafy greens on Mondays and Thursdays, just to make sure that I'm not like going ham, you know, giving yeah. myself some parameters. Cause you know, like we're trading, right? Quantum universe mm-hmm. we If we don't give ourselves the parameters in the moment that we break our own rules,
1: that's where everything goes haywire. You know what I'm saying? So
0: man, doing,
1: you, know. you dropping gems already, man. So, so you know, as you were talking about your upbringing and all the um, gems that you just picked up just from being in the room, um, it just really reinforced for me that, um, man, it's such a rich tradition. Like, that's why I try to be very um, sparing in my uh, my critique, because even though I'm not like they're plugged in in the same way. Right. Man, it's such a rich tradition, especially right. the right. black church, man, from the right. art, um, from, I mean, from the fashion, but also from the sense of community that you get in church, man, yeah. from the disciplines you learn, from the yes. leadership, what it does for your yeah. esteem, especially like Word. a couple of generations ago, because that's the place that they would go and put on their Sunday's best and have this different type of dignity about them that maybe they didn't get to experience, you know, The earlier days in the week. So, yeah, man, I mean, probably the biggest thing is for me is the way you learn community, you know. And unfortunately, that's been one of the things that. um, And so if you step outside of that realm and you haven't built a life, if all of your life is inside of the church, then what happens is you create a subculture like you don't integrate with the main culture you only have a subculture and so you kind of try to bring everything in house and then you got to relearn how to exist outside of those four walls That's and uh, deep, that can bro. Be, yeah that could be pretty you could be pretty vulnerable man i mean it takes a minute before you get your bearings you know but uh you you That's know deep. with the right yeah with the right <laughs> squad you know, enough time you can you can find your way and then what you yeah. find is and, and you may you may be able to attest to this is uh you still doing ministry it's just it's just not packaged the same you still edifying and adding value. like for you i would say um bro capital is like a business tree you know it's a business ministry you know what i'm saying word word
2: we interrupt this episode to express our gratitude for your listenership whether this is your first time listening or you're a regular listener we want to deepen our connection there are a few ways to do that First, make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And of course, chances are that if you like the show, your friends will too. So be sure to post, share, and repost on all of your social media outlets. Also, don't be shy. Connect with Fred B on Twitter using the handle @FredTalks, spelled Fred T-A-L-X. After you've completed those two steps, visit the Patreon page at patreon.com slash Talks. Remember, talks is spelled T-A-L-X. And check out the multitude of ways for you to support. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast version of Fred Talks, imagine how electric a live Fred Talks session would be. Sure, recordings are great, but... When it comes to value, there are some intangibles that require you to be in a live setting to get full impact. The goal is to begin online via the podcast and ultimately take the sessions offline to do the real work of providing solution-oriented motivational sessions to impact current and emerging leaders of all ages. To get more information about hosting a live Fred Talk session for your staff, students, members, send an inquiry to frettalksatmail.com to get the conversation started. That's all for now. Let's get you back to the show. Word. I I
0: definitely I definitely can feel that, bro, because it's it's one of those situations of, you know, as much as we want to just be hard about hardcore business and like, you know, maintaining a business science when we first came out the gate we quickly realized that, man, that there's a lot of different elements to a membership organization, especially found in a membership organization. There's a lot of different elements to building a community, right? And specifically a community for black men. You know what I'm saying? Where we are one of those target demographics, customer segments that's often overlooked because we are very enigmatic, you know, for Mm -hmm. one. And then two, uh, you know, when it comes down to finances and us being willing to pay for things, it's kind of like, okay, how do we really yeah. how do we really <laughs> connect with them? And folks, just you know, it's, it's easier it's easier to go to black women because yeah. black women shout out to black women buying music. You know, what I'm saying black women mm-hmm. changing the fashion game because they're the ones mm-hmm. who have the expendable income. And I know it's you know, and it's kind of one of those things. I haven't done all the research on it. And, yeah. you know, we might even have to cut this portion out. <laughs> <later> <laughs> on. I was
1: thinking, I was like, they're going to come <laughs> for you, man.
0: Right. Right. <laughs> but, I, but I think it's uh, I think it's dope in, in one sense. But it's kind of one of those things where, um, you know, yes, black women get paid less than black men. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, black women are getting hired at a greater rate than black men. You know mm. what I'm so it's kind of like, yeah. yeah, you're taking a pay cut, but it's like, yeah, at least you got a job. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Um, so, and, and then beyond that, right, Black women were, in 2016 when we founded Broke Capital, right? Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. who was running for president at the time, so that was a bull for mm-hmm. women, um, just mm-hmm. women in general. Then we had mm-hmm. uh, Black women being the highest or the the rather educated well highest educated right and then of course along with that they were the fastest growing demographic for entrepreneurs right and then of course you know when it comes to social groups or multi-level marketing or as we talked about right like the church you know a group Mm -hmm. for you know a place for women to really convene and and really have that uh, that shoulder to lean on you know what I'm saying that extra meal that coat that you know Extra set of eyes that you can trust to watch your children yeah. be at work, whatever the case is. You know, taking the school. Yeah. You know, black women they they've been doing that from Mary Kay to Avon to you yep. know just yep. just whatever. Um, and so for black men, it's like man, you know, we really felt like we gotta we gotta step our game up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it really wasn't you know like oh black women y'all can't be here. It was really a nod, and we were inspired by our very first mm, thing on our love website it. was like, yo, we were inspired by all of these different groups. And we had a hyperlink on our very first little splash page hyperlink that said uh, we were inspired by all of these groups for Black women. And we Mm. recognized that there was a, you know, a total gap, whole chasm for, you know, for groups of Black men. Um, And it's like, you know, Black men, shout out to the barbershop, right, where we do have Mm. various institutions or the locker room Mm -hmm. or you know, yeah. kind of just different places where we congregate and build community and have our own individual cultures. But a lot of times that culture just stays in that space. It doesn't, you know, extend beyond that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in, yeah. in particular, the barbershop, you know, shout out to Ice Cube and him really putting that <laughs> to film and, you know, showcasing yeah. that. But, uh, it's like man, like the barbershop. You know, we exchange the ideas. You know, we debate. I mean, you get you know, counseling. You starting businesses. Yeah, I mean, exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's sacred. Exactly. It's like a sanctuary exactly. for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and you are yeah. building up your self esteem, and you educate mm-hmm. the next generation on what to do. Facts. You know, all of that. So, um, but 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 it's like I know how many times I came up in the barbershop, and the folks in the in the shop, we'd be coming up with some great ideas. But after yeah. we leave the shop, nothing would. Take place, nothing would come to pass, right? It was, uh, what's, you know, why, why aren't we actually doing it? Like, if we're all here nodding our heads and agreeing, why yeah. are we coming together? And it's like, okay, true. You know, there was no structure in place that people could jump into in order yeah. to go ahead and facilitate that. And that's really what broke capital is ultimately, mm-hmm. um, going through the whole, you know, the, the whole business and process to where we understood intuitively as young black men that us pulling our capital financial capital at first, but we quickly realized that the aggregation of all forms of capital is mm-hmm. where we really shine at. Um, mm-hmm. and just, you know, helping each other build businesses. That was the initial goal. That was the Initial assumption that was our hypothesis, and then we began to do research and test around the hypothesis, um, and and you know figuring out. So ultimately, now we've you know got a a straight up sound framework. You know, and it's funny I was talking to one of my friends, uh, one of my good friends, a couple of days ago, and he was like, "Yo, gee, I don't really understand exactly what Bro Capital does." Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we, I'm like, oh, we do this, this and this. Um and he was like, oh, God, you should have said that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it was we didn't know we were doing the test and we had to figure out exactly what we were doing. So like, I can explain yeah. it to you now and, and, you know, understanding that curve of your early adopters to, you know, the folks who got to see a critical mass on board before yeah. they actually, you know what I'm saying? Make that move and just understanding, you know, uh, along with that, why longevity, why consistency is also very important mm-hmm. for us because people are watching, but they want to yeah. see, you know, the moving train. They want to see the success first before it's like, okay, yeah. let me go ahead and toss my ducats in there. And, you know, that's understood, you know, because yeah. we've, uh, we're, we you know, financial services is a, is a game of trust. So it's kind of like you know you got to build that relationship, and we don't mind you know the longevity. We gonna be here doing our thing. So yeah, whenever you want to yeah. get on, that's that's fine with us.
1: Man, I think that's um that's beautiful that you um you guys, you you know somebody said um you get more on your way than when you than you do when you first get started, and I think that's dope that you didn't you you and your crew didn't allow yourselves to be paralyzed by entertaining all the things you didn't have or thinking like i gotta have all this figured out before i get started i just got started and then y'all kept building as y'all went and and making adjustments that's that's dope man i I salute y'all on that i appreciate Um, that man the conversation is taking off and you dropping some jibs i I gotta run back hold on real quick you talked about um the aggregation of resources i'd like for you to talk about I like you to unpack that a little bit, and then you said something in passing as we were giving the women um, sal- a salute. You said, um, "You know, uh, you you know, you were saying all this to their credit, and the challenge when you contrast that with men. Sometimes um, men, maybe black men, maybe overlooked because we can be somewhat enigmatic. Igne- uh, can you yeah. talk about yeah. like wh- what's so mysterious about?" Black men, um, like contextualize that for me. What, what 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 did you mean when you said that? Um, like trying try to figure out what our appetites are. What what yeah, motivates
0: us. And, and so it's kind of like the customer profile of black men. Just really thinking about the marketplace right right now. Yeah. Right, how many products or services are specifically for black men? Right, where we you know shout yeah. out to our bro, you know, with Bevel. I know Bevel, yeah. that's the one that come off top. Yeah. Um, we, we may have a couple beard, you know, uh, you know, brushes or wave caps, do rags, yeah. right? Yeah. Um yeah. but funny you said like, that because the first thing yeah. that came
1: to mind was just grooming. I I exactly. not
0: think beyond that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we've got lifestyle products, you know, targeting yeah. us. But when it comes to financial services, largely we've been left out is because A, hey, we don't have, you know, the money. That's the number one thing. Um, and then B, it's like, OK, what's the point of me even putting effort into it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a it, it, a lot of people just don't know the the consumer behavior of black men. You know what I'm saying? A lot yeah. of people just don't know what's going on inside of us. That's a lot. Of, you know, f- for a number yeah. of reasons. Right. I've been watching um, Black AF on uh, Netflix. Wonderful. I show. haven't caught it yet. I, bro, I did catch his, uh,
1: he had an episode with T.I. You said it's
0: genius? Okay. It's genius, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Just off the strength of how metacognitive it is and how they mm-hmm. shot it and how it's this within this within, the. you know what I mean? It's it's so mm-hmm. many layers to it and it's like it's, it's so subtle if you catch it artistically, okay. so I love it.
1: Oh, you talked about the aggregation of resources, like you said um, something to the effect, don't let me misquote you but you said something like um, it's not just capital as in money. But we got to look at the whole, like, the aggregate of all resources. Right. Can you can you talk about that a little
0: bit? Certainly. I would love to, man. I, and and that, it's something that I bet. Because that
1: was a bar. I don't, I don't want
0: to lose it. So okay. thinking about it, right, where our name is Bro Capital. And Capital is, I was watching this Netflix documentary today, right, uh, mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. uh, billionaires. And Capital is anything that you can use to make money, right. Um, or, or anything that you own, right. That can make you money. Right. And so man, thinking about it from the standpoint of the the value that we have within and that permeates first and foremost, the first thing you own as you is, you know, your skills and abilities yourself, you know, your personality, right. Like taking ownership and responsibility there. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Then we also have the, the social capital of the people that we know, the relationships that we can leverage, right? The handshakes, the yeah. agreements, right? That can get us to the next level. And yeah. we also have in this day and age, intellectual capital, right? The way I can make a song, post mm-hmm. it on my SoundCloud. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, 4 million people have viewed it as being shared across, you know, how many platforms, right? Um, and then that can, of mm-hmm. course, be translated into... Money, right? Then we also have um, cultural capital, you know, to music or artwork, or, you know, again, back to relationships and networks. The fact that we can, you know, refer to these things and really lean on these um, ethical based structures to, you know, make ends meet, right? To get from point A to point B. And so just Mm -hmm. thinking about all these different forms of capital, or even it's so funny, man, thinking about how you know, an abundant world we live in, if you're able to just connect with it, you know, shout out to Mom Dukes where, you know, everything is, everything you need is in front of us, you know what I'm saying? You just have to be aware of what's around you and what's going on to where, yes, money does grow on trees, that's why you can, you know, farmers make money, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, capital is all around us, or even myself, are herbalists, as an herbalist, man, mm-hmm. I can go into your backyard right now and look at what you got just growing up off the ground and be like, OK, you know what I'm saying? We can do this, do this. Yeah. And now, boom, we sell it on the market. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like just, yeah. just, you know, that's that's more than money, though. And then if we're connected and you have a yeah. backyard that I can leverage and we can split the profits. You know what I'm saying? Now it was, you didn't pay me anything. Yeah. We already had social capital and rapport with one another, so we were able to make that move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's really about. And, you know, as Mitzi talked about, yeah. man, um, the highest form or the highest levels of business is equity. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. that's that's really our model mm-hmm. of how we do business. That's why Bro Capital is cooperative. We own and operate it is because we wanted to leverage that equity, that ownership. You know what I'm saying? I think that's another thing that's innovative about Broke Capital is not just the product, the fact of who we serve and how we serve mm-hmm. them, but internally how we're structured. Man, mm-hmm. it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like inside and out. We're totally something different. We really came with a different approach. And not to say that, you know, co-ops and cooperative structures, we came up with that. But the fact that we married that to financial services and technology in the 21st century, it's like, OK, that's that's kind of different.
1: <laughs> so, so I got to say, man, um, of course, I'm um. Uh, uh, in my head around, I'm, I'm I'm into the nuance of what bro capital is, but just the little bit that I've been able to um, grasp in preparation for our call, man. Wow, I am like I'm like I gotta get on. Like it's it's like wow, man. I've been looking for something like this, uh, wow. and this and is so more you gotta,
0: like an opportunity. I was about to say, man, you gotta unpack that for me. When you say I've been looking for this, right? This is a certain yeah. customer discovery opportunity. I want to take advantage of. What do you mean I've been looking for this? What is this you've been looking for?
1: Perfect. Okay, good. I'm I'm glad you uh, put that back on me. Okay, so... um, Okay, first of all, shout-out to uh, Delancia Hamilton. Lance. uh, You know, she's the one who connected us. Absolutely. uh, Absolutely.
0: Shout-out to Lance, 100.
1: Yeah. She. um, Lance is so solid, man. And, um, of course, I know her... Uh, through the Abacus, right? Okay, Um, shout out to the Abacus as well. Definitely can't. Yeah, shout out to the Abacus. Not acknowledge the Abacus. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the the Abacus is where I got my footing with uh, the stock market and all of that, man. And I love... There's so many different things that I appreciate about the Abacus. it's not just the information, uh, but also representation matters, and so here you have something that's for us, by us, just like Bro Capital, mm-hmm. uh, right, right. and from the founder, to the instructor, to the, to the uh, to, to, to every, all the tentacles, mm-hmm. it points back to us, like it's representation of us, and I love that, that's edifying, right? So yep. you're getting your money and you get edification at the same time, but then other people need to see that, so they know that they can do it too, and that they can be invited to come on in. Um But I um, I, wanted—I guess I was still looking for another uh, community that is not tied to the stock market, if you will. Something that's um, more for like account. Like I I saw that you guys have accountability, so it's like, yo, we about to grow this together. I want to walk with people um, and do some peripheral things as well, you know. And I want it to be a community offline you know um as well uh, so it's right. i was just like you know how, how can we get this bag and do some look at look at some business ventures um yeah. build some accounts in addition to what we're doing in the stock market right you know and then also like a brotherhood it's like yo um you know because there's a different type of vulnerability that it might allow when you don't have the sisters in the room, you know what I mean. Right, like, like right. The ego, the ego yep. can take a back seat just a little bit right now. Man, going, you know back to church, we can figure man, this
0: The church, uh, yeah. That Sunday school class with the boys, with just the boys, was different yeah. than the Sunday school class with the girls and the you boys. You know what I'm saying? To That's where the, saying. you know we can really talk about those things and not have to use cold words or be embarrassed or. Wonder if they gonna yeah. talk about me after I was interested in her, but I can't open up. Cause she gonna <laughs> see that I'm sorry. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep.
1: Exactly. exactly. So,
0: so, yeah, man. That's um. All
1: right, y'all. We gonna pause right here. Uh, just take a, just gonna take a break real quick. Uh, but if you're hearing value already and you liking you liking the, the bars that's being dropped, then you really want to check back with us next week and continue to check these bars uh, that Rob is dropping. Peace. As always, I appreciate you tuning in one more again with your guy. While you're here, just a reminder to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Fred Talks is available on every podcast platform. And hey... Rub me those stars, fam. If you appreciate the show, say so. Log on to Apple iTunes and drop me a line about what you enjoy about the podcast. Leave that five-star review so the podcast becomes easier to find for others who are looking for something just like this. You probably don't think it's much support because it doesn't cost you much, but it absolutely means a lot to me that you would take a moment to do that for me. So thank you in advance. Hey, y'all have a great week. Tune in next week for another dope episode.